this whole knowing your numbers thing kind of boils down to a couple things. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Millionaire Landscape Podcast. I'm super excited to have on Weston Zimmerman of Tussie Landscaping and SyncedUp.com. And it's an exciting management program that I'm really excited to bring him on and talk about. Weston has been working in the landscape industry pretty much all your life. He's been working on these awesome, awesome outdoor living spaces with Tussie Landscaping. And over the years, he's pretty much pulled together his team and wanted to find a way to build systems and processes to make his team more efficient and have a consistent estimate and job costing platform. Welcome, Weston. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, no, I'm super excited about this software program you have here. I actually talked to Laura Reale of Landscape Marketing Secrets. She introduced us and she said, I have to check out this software. Laura has been working with us for a while here, past couple of years, and she knows what we teach inside of our academy. And she's like, you have to check this guy out. You have to reach out to him. So <laughs> I'm super pumped to have you here. Awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can um, provide some beneficial and valuable material for all the listeners and uh, help people uh, run a better business. So you mind sharing a little bit of background about you and, you know, Tussie Landscaping and how you came up with the software idea? Sure. So, you know, like you said, I've basically been in the landscape industry my whole life. Um, I started working for Tussie in 2007 uh, before I even had my driver's license. (laughs) So the company was fairly your standard, you know, less than $1 million landscape company at that time. And as the company grew, I kind of bounced up through all the different roles. I started as a regular laborer, became a service technician for water features, and then eventually a foreman and a project manager. And about six, seven years ago, I started also doing all the marketing content. So that meant, you know, build the website, do all the social media stuff, produce all the content for the YouTube channels. And what that experience gave me and the rest of our Tusky team was I kind of had a real well-rounded experience in terms of seeing all different aspects and sides of the business and its operations. And we were using multiple different programs at that time to well, manage the service tickets that came in and manage the estimating and the budget building, manage the job costing, and manage the invoicing. We were using a smorgasbord of different products and they all worked. They all had their good sides to them, but the problem was none of them worked together. None of them did everything we needed to do. And we always kind of had this dream of like bringing this entire, what I call like the project cycle workflow from lead all the way through to invoicing, bringing it all into a single program where every person, salesperson, office admin, foreman, they're all working from the same system, accessing information from the same system, entering data into the same system, and really, really making it much more efficient and reducing all that multiple data entry points where things get lost, things get screwed up. And at the end of the day, you just become less efficient and also make a lot more room for human error. 
That's awesome. And our business went through the same thing. You have multiple different platforms and you're trying to get everything synced up, whether you're using zaps or whatever to, to get things mm-hmm. to work. And it just always seems to be a hassle. Something goes down and it's just a pain. Like you said, things get missed all the time, and yep. especially out in the field. And that's where you don't want things to get missed. So. Exactly. Yeah. So your software kind of really ties everything together. Weston actually took me a behind the scenes tour last week, I think it was. And it's amazing what you have built here. So I'm, I'm super excited about it. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to show it to you. And I think one of the things that makes this product special is the fact that, you know, Tusk has a very mature team. There's a lot of people that have been in their entire careers and it gave us a really well-rounded approach. Like it wasn't like we were only solving the foreman's problem or only solving the owner's problem. We were solving the whole entire team's problem as we designed this thing. And that's what I'm excited about. It truly is a tool that's designed for each role. It's not like it's like the foreman is forced to enter something into something that the salesperson wants him to do so that he can job cost. You know, it's it's made for every role. Yeah. So we talked a little bit before about why it's so important for business owners to understand their numbers. Mm-hmm. You mind uh, elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah. So in my own words, I believe like it's critical. Everybody would agree on them for the most part that a business knows its numbers. The problem is a lot of people tend to get the deer in the headlights look when you bring the subject up and it's because maybe in this industry, there's a lot of people in this industry that love working outside, love what they do. But when it comes to the business side of things, they're like, oh, man, can I just hire someone for it? Or can I just, you know, their heart isn't in the business side of it. Their heart is in the product they build and all of that, which is great. It's what we're here for. We're here to be passionate about our careers and all of that. But at the end of the day, if you don't know your numbers, you're basically setting yourself up on a path of inevitable ruin because the, all that has to happen is one thing can to go wrong and you don't know the cause of it or don't know why you don't know what decision to make to fix it and some people get lucky others don't you know and what we're passionate about is to try to provide information knowledge and enable people to avoid that scenario yeah that's huge in our landscape business owners facebook group it's a huge group i get it there's new people coming in you won't believe how many questions we get of how much should i charge or what should i upcharge and what should i mark up this and it all goes back to understanding your basic numbers and, and knowing your costs. Because if you don't know your costs, you can't create an accurate estimate. You're just pretty much guessing. You're That's just right. kind of, well, I think this is what it is. And I get it. I, we've been there. You know, we used to multiply, you know, take whatever the materials and multiply it by two or three yeah. or whatever it is and just hope it made money. And ah, this next big job, I'm going to make the money. Well, sometimes those big jobs are more of a pain in the butt and cause you to lose money. In, yeah. In fact, your risk, it's a lot higher on those big yeah. jobs. A lot higher. Yeah. I liked when we did for my dad with the ponds and stuff, going out, knocking out pondless waterfalls, 11 by 16 ponds, because we can knock those out so quickly. And yep. we know, but when you get those big jobs, there's so many little factors that, like you said, one thing can go wrong and just blow the whole thing out of yeah. proportion. So yeah, that's right. Understanding numbers is critical. So you can create those estimates and know how long it's going to take. So. And the good news is understanding your numbers doesn't have to be extremely hard. Uh, it's not. I believe that if you set yourself down, like, okay, I'm going to figure out my numbers. You can do it in less than a day. In fact, I created this little spreadsheet that kind of enables you to get at least a grasp, at least a high level understanding and tried to make it as simple as possible so that even if you know nothing and are starting from nowhere, from zero, you can get to a point where you can generate an estimate that will be correct mm-hmm. for your business. Do you mind sharing that spreadsheet? Yeah. So let me uh, share my screen here. Yeah. So so those that are listening on the podcast, you'll definitely be able to, you, know, you want to head over to our YouTube channel and watch this video to walk you through the behind the scenes of this spreadsheet. It's an awesome little spreadsheet to help get you started. So basically, 
what I did is I built this spreadsheet because this whole knowing your numbers thing kind of boils down to a couple things. And one would be knowing your overhead costs. Two would be then being able to build an estimate that will cover those overhead costs appropriately for you because building a nest is more than just taking your materials and marking them up. You also need to know how much to recover in overhead for each job. Mm -hmm. And then the other side of knowing your numbers is then job costing so that you have a feedback loop so you know how you did because you could mess up something like, oh, you underestimated how much materials you need. And even though you recovered overhead correctly for the materials you did calculate, if you dramatically mess it up without job costing, it's tough to know. So there's three pieces to it. One is, you know, understanding your overhead costs then using those overhead costs to generate an accurately priced estimate so that you actually generate the profit you need to stay in business. And three is job costing so that you stay uh, in the know and have a feedback loop to know how well you did, how accurately you estimated so that if you didn't estimate accurately, the next time you now have the information, you now have the knowledge to not repeat the same mistake. Yeah. I think a lot of people miss out on job costing. That's a huge part of the process. Yep. It is. Without it, it's really an incomplete process. Yeah. But basically what I did here is I have this spreadsheet and this spreadsheet is available on syncedup.com. I'm sure you can throw it in the links in the description or whatever. I'll give you that link. But if you're not watching on the video, but you're on the podcast, I'm just going to spend a few minutes here showing this spreadsheet and how it works. So yeah, like Scott said, definitely jump over on the YouTube video and watch it or just visit our website and get the spreadsheet for yourself so you can use it. But basically what this spreadsheet is, is currently there's four pages, building your budget, building your estimate, entering your actual cost, and then your job costing report. If you look down there in the bottom where my mouse is, I'm on the building your budget page of this spreadsheet. And when you download it and open it up, all the cells are locked except for the ones with the yellow highlighted. So you don't mess up any of the formulas in here. And it's basically the first step is to enter the numbers in the D column. So like there's six numbers, your sales goal, enter in what you project you will sell in raw sales this upcoming year. Like let's say it's February now, you're building your budget for the upcoming year. So you're estimating accurately for the whole season. And if you don't have these hard numbers, like if you're like, well, I have no idea what my sales goal is, or I encourage people to go to their QuickBooks or their accounting software and see what they did last year. And based on what they did last year, give their best educated guess on what they will do this year. So you enter your sales goals, you enter in your field labor costs, and that includes like, I have some descriptions here in this field here. Field labor costs are any labor that's used directly in billable work. So it would not include somebody like an office admin that's time does not get billed to a job. It would only include your employees and crew members, possibly your salespeople, depending how you bill for them in your field labor costs. So, and that would include your payroll burden tax, you know, your taxes on payroll. It would include like your overtime factor and all that. So the easiest way to do it is just go see what you spent in payroll last year uh, and make sure you deduct out anybody that's strictly an overhead, like an office admin or possibly even an owner. Owners usually dump their income into the overhead side. Mm -hmm. Then it's material costs. This is easy, you know, just basically what you spent on materials to complete your billable projects. So let's say you're a hardscaping contractor, what you spent on stone and pavers and all the vendors that you paid to buy product to complete the jobs you needed. Equipment costs, basically, if you bill for equipment on a per unit, like per day, per hour, or whatever, what your cost is on that equipment that you bill out for per unit. Another method, uh, you can see in this spreadsheet, it's a zero. That's because another method that we like to use is to dump equipment costs in overhead so that we are recovering that equipment costs in our overhead recovery multiplier so that we don't have to add equipment on a unit basis in the estimate. But that's basically two different methods there. And there's definitely people that feel like they want to bill for your equipment by the hour or by the day. And there's others that are saying, well, just let me simplify the estimating process. I'll just dump it in my overhead. You can choose whichever one you want. If you're using the method to bill by the unit, 
simply dump it into your equipment costs here. If you're not, leave it as zero and dump your equipment costs into overhead, which is further down the line. Then your subcontractor costs, you may have zero or you may not, but let's say that you spent 65,000 last year and you expect to maybe that goes up this year. So dump in 75,000 or whatever. And then your overhead costs. And your overhead costs is anything like your trucks, your owner's salary, your office admin salary, your light bill, anything, any cost that you have that doesn't get directly billed to a job, anything. So anything that's left over else after you've plugged in all the other costs above, anything that's left goes into your overhead costs. And again, you can look at what you did last year and raise it, lower it based on what you expect will happen this year. Once you have those numbers all plugged in there, those six numbers, sales goals, field labor, material, equipment, subcontractor, overhead, that will give you the numbers in this overhead recovery multipliers. The whole purpose of this budgeting spreadsheet right here is you plug in six values and it generates for you overhead recovery multipliers, which you then use in building an estimate. So we recommend most overhead to be recovered on labor, maybe a small portion on materials. And what we have in the spreadsheet is 25% gets recovered on materials and then the rest gets dumped on the labor. So if I change this value in here, you can see that the labor one will update. And so it's basically built so that anything that's left gets dumped on the labor. And then what happens is when you go to your building, your estimate, and you start plugging in your hard costs, it uses the information you entered on the budgeting page to then take your hard costs multiply it by your overhead recovery rate, then take that number, multiply it by your profit margin to generate a final cost to the customer. So there's four columns here, your hard cost, your overhead recovery, your profit margin, final cost to customer. And this allows you to get really drilled in and smart with your estimate building instead of just taking your material cost times two or something like that. But basically to use, to build an estimate, then you just basically build an estimate for a work area. Let's say a patio. My hard cost and the materials are going to be this. So you plug that number in. I estimate it's going to take this many man hours. So you plug that number in. I estimate it's going to take this much equipment. So you plug that number in. This much subcontract, you plug that number in. Then you can modify your profit percentage if you want to. And then that generates your customer facing price. And that's what you would propose to the customer. Then as you go execute the project, basically what I'm showing you is the path to job cost. I'm telling you how to get to the point where you can actually job, have the information you need to job cost. As you execute the project on a daily basis, you want to record every receipt that you got, so AKA your material costs. You wanna record your man hours every day. So at the end of the job, you know exactly how many man hours you had. And you wanna record how much equipment you actually use. So if you estimated 50 hours and you used 30, you wanna know that so that you can job cost that and record your subcontract costs. And then what that does on this enter actual cost here page, it shows your estimated cost, what you estimated you would have and you plug in your actual cost and it gives you an immediate feedback on like green or red based on what your actual cost ended up being. Then you plug in what you actually build the customer. Sometimes you may round up or have a change order at whatever. It's not always exactly the same. You plug in what you actually build the customer. And now what we did is we collected your overhead recovery multiplier on this page. We built your estimate with your overhead and profit figured in on this page. We entered our actual costs on this page and that automatically generates the information we need to give you a job costing report. So on this page, you don't do any data entry. It's reading the data on these other three tabs. So on the job cost report, after you've entered your estimated and actual cost, we can see exactly you know, what you estimated the job at, what your actual was. Your estimated gross profit, actual gross profit. Estimated net profit, actual net profit. Estimated and actual labor, materials, equipment, subcontracting, overhead, and your break even. All that information is there. And now I can look at this page and I can be like, okay, interesting. I see that you know, we build more. Our net profit was less because of this factor. We overran labor pretty significantly. We overran materials. We did good on equipment subcontracting. So the next time I know 
because I like job cost of this, I know what to do different on the next estimate I create for similar work. That's basically the whole workflow to getting to job costs. This spreadsheet is freaking awesome. Like if you're just getting started estimating, you're not sure how to do it, go download this spreadsheet. This thing would be a life changer just for you, just having this simple little form. Like you said, when you start looking at these job costs in here and you start seeing the things that are in the red, for example, here, the labor and materials, like you said, you can start questioning what's going on here. You know, did you, for your labor, did you not estimate enough time for your labor or was there issues that are on the job site you didn't foresee? You know, there's certain things that come up and I get some of those things you can't predict, I guess, when you're estimating, mm -hmm. why it's an estimate, but your materials, you should be pretty close in your materials and you start asking yourself, why did I not estimate enough materials? So. Mm -hmm whether it was you or whatever, but it just starts bringing up a lot of questions and helps you improve your estimating skills for the future. I guess. So exactly, definitely download the spreadsheet. It'll be a life changer for you. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell people the whole reason the job cost is not necessarily for bragging rights. It's so you have a feedback loop so that you know how you did in your estimating. So that the next time you go create another estimate, you know, based on your last six jobs that you job costed, about how accurate you are and if you need to fudge things up or down to give the customer the correct price. You don't want to be so high you lose the job. You don't want to be so low that you lose your profit either. Mm -hmm. It's all about hitting that sweet spot and job costing is key in getting there. Otherwise, you, you don't know. And my goal with this spreadsheet was, let's say you've never approached this subject for your business. My goal with this spreadsheet was to make it as basic and as simple as possible. And when you go download the spreadsheet in the link that you'll have, uh, there's a video there showing you kind of repeating what I just showed you on this podcast. So you can skip back, play forward, watch the same section three times over. So you can see exactly how to use this spreadsheet. There's a tutorial there on how to use it. So again, my goal with this spreadsheet was to make it, assuming that you've never sat down to figure this out for your own business, to make it as simple and as basic as possible that still lets you get accurate feedback so that you can be in the know and not make mistakes and lose profits and be in the worst scenario possible. You don't know why. This is a life changer for you. And let me ask your thoughts on this. So why do you think most landscapers don't do job costing? So job costing isn't incredibly hard, as I've just showed you on the spreadsheet. You can do it with a few numbers, with a few key information pieces you can job cost. So if it's not that hard, why do most people not do it? <laughs> you know, that's the big question. And over the years at Tussie and the things we were telling you about in the beginning here about our background, I've kind of come to this belief that it's not the active job costing that's hard. The friction point is in collecting the actual data. You know, most companies sit down in the winter and draw up a basic budget, maybe like I did in this spreadsheet. They build estimates. And so you have the budgeting and you have the estimate. The missing link is the actual information, the actual cost on materials, the actual labor. And that is what's so hard to collect. And that is why I feel most landscape companies or most companies in this industry don't actually get job costing done consistently, diligently on a every job basis. It's because it's so difficult. You know, maybe you have a job folder and you have your guys write down their hours for every job or every work area in a job. Maybe you have your office admin to go through timesheets and plug in a spreadsheet. All of that stuff is extremely time consuming and extremely difficult. And unless you have a really disciplined staff, it's just not going to happen on a consistent basis. You know, things get crazy. You get extremely busy. You barely have time to sit down and eat dinner with your family. And the first thing that's going to fall off your plate is this thing that doesn't have to be done, right? Until the end of the year, when your CPA tells you you didn't make any money, you're like, <laughs> you know, I was estimating wrong all year long and I didn't know it, you know? Yeah. So in my opinion, why? It's because of the friction and the difficulty in collecting the actual data. That's why. Now, Synced Up has an awesome little thing to kind of help take care of this, correct? Yeah. So that was really the whole 
drive, the whole passion behind the concept of building synced up was to streamline this whole process to a point where it just happens without people having to sit down for three hours at a spreadsheet at the end of every job. And how we do that, I could talk for hours, <laughs> but basically on a very basic high level is the information gets collected automatically live as it's happening and it's being entered by the people that do it. One of the big problems is third-party information. A salesperson sits on the job cost, but he wasn't actually on the job. He doesn't actually have first-hand knowledge of what happened, what hours went where, what materials came in. All he has is a stack of receipts on his desk or in the job folder, and he has to try to figure this out. And oh, by the way, somebody drove over the job folder with a skid loader and (laughs) you you, you get the picture. So what we designed and synced up was, so let's say I'm a foreman. Let's say that I ordered stone for the job. I, as the foreman, enter that I ordered stone for that job not the salesperson three weeks later at the end of the job on his desk because he didn't do it, right? And your first reaction might be, oh, my form is never going to do things like that for me. Well, I can get into more detail, but I think for the sake of time, what I will say is that it's crucial for the health of your business that this information is logged accurately and correctly. And the best way to do that is by the people that actually complete and actually do the work. And so our focus has been poured into how to make these things as frictionless as possible, as intuitive and as easy as possible. And we've kind of developed these workflows with this carrot on the end of a stick theory. In other words, if I, as a foreman, want to get paid, I have to clock into the mobile app and track my time. But that's kind of a basic. Everybody kind of more or less accepts that. They have to do something to track their time. Well, here's a mobile app that doesn't. It makes it very easy with a foreman. Well, you know, before you clock out, it's like, oh, okay, you're clocking out of this job. We know you were in these work areas. Here's the items the salesperson estimated you would use on these work areas. What did you actually use? And it's just a matter of tap, 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 going down through, clicking off the items you used, and bingo, you got your information. That easy in 30 seconds. And you have it live, you know, no manual spreadsheets. And it just solves that whole high friction, high third-party information type problem. I love this because we just have a job report form and our foreman had to go fill it all out, like you said. And then my mom, who is a secretary, she would take that information, plug it in into the spreadsheets and do her job costing. And all the time, she'd always have to come out, hey, I showed this on the estimate, but I don't have this on our job tracking sheet. You know, where is it? And it's always a kind of a battle. And I love how the yep. foreman can, or whoever, your crew leader, whoever can go out and punch it in. I think this is a game changer here. Yeah, we're really excited about it. And, you know, we've been using it in our own business for four or five years. And the other common blocking point people might throw out there is like, oh, my people hate technology or whatever. And we have these people, you know, nobody's exempt from these kinds of real world challenges. But again, we have poured thousands of hours of thought and design into making these things as frictionless, as easy and as as intuitive as possible. And we have people on our own crews that are very... (laughs) not innately in tune with technology and it's working fine. You know, and in fact, it's working really well and it may have taken an anti-tech people a little bit of time to come around to it. There's always that initial resistance, but now I think if you'd ask them, they'd be like, yeah, actually it's, it's pretty nice. I like it, you know? (laughs) So, you know, it's not an unsolvable challenge, regardless how you choose to approach this problem. There's going to be challenges either way. And we feel like this is the easiest way and it works extremely well. You mind sharing some of the systems that you've actually used in your landscape business and how it kind of applies with this synced up software? The basic workflow, like what I was saying earlier, is the project cycle workflow from lead to invoicing. The way we operate through that workflow is like, okay, so an office admin will take a phone call or get a lead off the website, and that's considered a new lead. So you enter it into synced up, enter it into the system, and then from there you can schedule a consultation. And again, usually the office admin will do that for the salesperson. And once the consultation is scheduled, the salesperson will go out and meet with the customer 
and generate an estimate based off of that meeting, send that estimate off as a digital proposal to the customer that they can review on their device and accept or reject various line items. They don't have to accept or reject the entire proposal. They can choose, you can do good, better, best. Like here's the patio with a cheap paper. Here's the patio with an expensive paper and they can choose which one they want. And once that proposal is approved or a portion of it is approved, that project can then be marked as sold and the salesperson will assign it to a scheduler and that scheduler gets a notification saying, hey, there's a newly sold job. It's available to be scheduled. It's hanging out in the unscheduled section of the calendar and they go schedule that job and assign it to a foreman. Foreman gets a notification, hey, you just got assigned to a new job. Here you can click to review its details and see everything about the job. You have the digital job folder in the mobile app so they can see everything. They can click onto it, see the different work areas, see all the quantities of the items. They have the information they need to order materials or prepare equipment and tools. They can click to navigate, click to call, click to see all the notes, upload attachments, review attachments. Everything's in that digital job folder of the mobile app. And so when they actually go begin working on the job and executing it, uh, every day they clock in, log their hours. When they clock out, they log the materials they use that day. And then that automatically generates the live job costing reports. When the job's done, the salesperson can go in, review the job costing information, review things for accuracy, check to make sure everything looks good. And there's full transparency and accountability to every entry. You can see who did it, what date, what work area, everything's fully transparent. So if there is ever is a question as to whether this is accurate or did this get entered, you know exactly who to talk to. It's not like this massive phone tag game. Like what we've found with this whole project lifecycle that we've designed is that the whole phone tag problem is dramatically reduced where you don't have people chasing people for information all the time. And because you have all this data, you automatically have the information you need to generate the invoice in a few clicks. You know, if it's time and materials, all your actual time and materials are there. You just generate the invoice in a few clicks. So it really, really reduces the manual effort required to get to the point where you're pushing out an invoice to the customer and getting paid. I love this system. Like everything you have done here is like what I teach inside our Millionaire Academy. This system like just blows my mind because I thought about doing software like this, but I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to mess with this. <laughs> and you've basically done exactly what we do. I just love this whole system, the whole flow of everything. This is exactly what landscapers need because yep. this is all the same stuff you did and, and you struggle with the same stuff we struggle with. So yeah. everybody else is struggling pretty much, I would guess. So yeah. You know, we didn't just wake up one day and decide like, oh, we're going to do this. Like we use the available products on the market out there. We just got frustrated with none of them having the entire project lifecycle inside of a single platform. Mm -hmm. And so that was essentially the problem we set out to solve. I like to like how your your software deals with person on the front end answering the phone to the people out in the field actually doing the work. And when you showed me the demo the other day, like if the crew's already started a project, they can see that they have. X many hours left to complete yep. this project the next day. And everything's live. I, I love that fact that everything's right there. So simple. It makes it a no brainer when yep. you, for everybody. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's great because foremen kind of have, I don't know, call it a performance system or like a, a scoring system. Like they can see how they're doing against the estimate. And like, I know in our own crews, like we'll screenshot the progress bar. Hey, we finished this job up and we've only consumed 72% of the hours or whatever, you know, like, so you have this like innate scoring system that people kind of, take on and use it as a bit of a mechanism to determine whether they're doing a good job or not, you know? Mm -hmm. And some people can even do like performance bonuses based on this information. Like, hey, let's say you come in on 25% less than man hours, you know, you get this bonus or whatever. And the information's live right there. Can this software be used for lawn maintenance and snow plowing and irrigation, all those other? Yeah, it can. So that was the other thing that we experienced working with the various other products available on the market was like, maybe they were great for the design and install aspect of the business, but then they failed miserably on the maintenance side or vice versa. So what we did is 
the design install is like the biggest portion in most of these companies, but we also put a lot of effort and thought into the ongoing recurring maintenance work and snow plowing. It totally supports snow plowing. You, you have things like being able to send off a notification to the customer with a report on what the crew did and what the weather was at the time that they were there. So yeah, snow plowing, recurring work like lawn maintenance or landscape maintenance or water feature maintenance is all supported. And our focus is to not just solve one problem in operations. Our focus is to solve the entire operation, whether it's just design and install or design and install and maintenance. Like we're serious about making a single platform for the entire company to be able to operate within. So I know there's some other softwares out there that, you know, you have to buy little add-ons, like I'm not trying to call out some other softwares, but you know, they have to buy little automations and, and other things to go on this. Yeah. Your, your software pretty much has it all in there for like messaging the customer and all that stuff, right? Yeah, that's right. We don't, we don't break the product out into different add-ons. Like it's basically a flat price for the system and the entire system's available to you. It's not like you have to pay extra for the QuickBooks add-on or anything like that. Like it's all included. And also in your software too, you can actually go through and create the budget, the overhead budget to kind of get you started with the whole process and everything, correct? Correct. So we're actually, um, when, when we built Synced Up, we built everything from the budget up. So we were still using these spreadsheets to generate the overhead recovery stuff and all of that. But we are literally publishing at the end of this month, the first version of our budgeting tool where you'll be able to come in, enter your sales, like basically replace this whole spreadsheet that I just got done showing you. Like you're entering your sales, you're entering your overhead costs. So basically, you just plug in your budgeting information into Synced Up, and you go over and build your estimate. And it's going to show you what you need to charge the customer to actually generate a profit. Like It's all seamless, like one system for the whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> I definitely encourage anybody that's even considering getting some software or you know struggling with creating estimates or job costing or everything, you need to go check out Synced Up. They have an awesome demo. Weston will set you up and, yep. and run you through an amazing demo on the software. So don't miss out on this. This is something you need to do. And, and for the little cost it is, it'll pay for itself five times over. I guarantee it. I agree. Like, so, you know, when you have conversations with people, you can see different modes of thinking, right? You can see people that are like, well, I'll, t- I'll just tell you, Synced Up's 200 bucks a month, one in and a month. And that includes the first users for free. And that's 20 bucks a month per user after that. You know, the different responses I get is like, oh man, I can't afford 200 bucks a month. When in reality, I would argue you can't afford to not have this tool at 200 bucks a month because you should be saving two grand, 20 grand a month, depending on how big your business is, just by being able to accurately generate estimates, just by being able to job cost every single job and not repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again, because you now have the knowledge to prevent them. So my proposal as a thought process is like, spend the 200 so you can save five grand. And um, it will absolutely do that. Our our goal is to not suck off of you without providing value. Our goal is to provide you the knowledge you need to become much more profitable than you ever were before, much more dialed in than you ever were before, and much easier without having, you know, if you're the type of person that I'm not going to sit down and update spreadsheets, well, yeah, we understand. There's plenty of people that are like that. This tool is here to replace the need for you to even do that. One thing I see a lot of times, and I'm sure you see it too, is many landscapers will have Zero issues going on buying that new mini excavator exactly. or skidster. <laughs> go put money in a software that can help you save you money and make you money. Like, right. it's, it's just another tool. That's why I try to tell people it's whatever software you're using, it's another tool in your arsenal. Yeah. Same thing as a piece of equipment. Cost of doing business. Yeah. And, and in fact, you know, with your analogy of the piece of equipment, the $60,000 mini excavator or whatever, that thing has an end of life. It depreciates and it breaks down and all these various things. Like, in the realm of where should I spend my money to make a better business? There's been plenty of studies done, like increasing your software allows you to increase your efficiency in your systems and processes. And systems and processes are a 
far better return on investment than even a tool, even though a tool can be 100% necessary. I get that. I'm not saying you shouldn't buy the tool and buy software instead. I think, you know, there's a way to do both. But I read a book recently called Atomic Habits. I can't remember the author's name. James Clear? Yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah. And in that book, he had a quote that really stuck with me. It was like, you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your process. In other words, like in a marathon, everybody that's running in that marathon wants to win. We all have the same goal. We all want to be profitable and have a profitable business. Just having that goal doesn't make you profitable. Just having the goal of winning the race doesn't let you win the race. The person that wins the race is the one that had the best process leading up to that race to win. And I think the same is true in business. The person that actually successfully generates a profit on a consistent basis in their business and actually has a viable business is the one that implements the best processes that are least prone to human error, least prone to mistakes, and really, really enable efficiency. So again, it just all comes back to this concept of spending a little bit of money for a tool that helps you exponentially increase your efficiency, exponentially increase your knowledge as to how your business runs and its numbers and its makeup. And it gives you the confidence going into a sales call saying, this is 20 grand for this work. And no, I can't do it for 19.5. It's got to be 20. Without 20, I mean, it'd be better if you just go hire someone else because I will lose money doing it or I won't meet my goals doing it. A lot of people get out there and start making emotional decisions on a sales call. And I get that. We're human. We want to please people. But with this knowledge that you have in a a tool like this, you can know that I I can't. If I do, I'm going to lose. I may as well not do the work. I'll, I'll lose money. This is exactly what we teach. Like I said, it gives you the confidence and also gives you a lot less stress because you know, like you said, I can walk away from this job and I'm not going to lose money. Yeah. Also, just having the peace of mind, knowing all your numbers are accurate is huge. Many landscapers stress out all the time and knowing, like, ah, I hope I make money in this job. Having some software or something in play, or system procedures in play, you know things are going to go well. Things are going to run efficiently for the most part. You know, there's always things that come up, but having that in place, you know, things will go good and I'm going to make money and it's going to create so much less stress on you. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't take advantage of the software that's out there like this. I agree. And you know, the reason I created the spreadsheet was like, okay, let's say that you are flat broke or let's say you're just starting out your business and you're not even sure yet if this is something you want to do. Well, this spreadsheet is free. At least do this. At least do that spreadsheet. Spend three hours on that spreadsheet and get to a point where you can generate a $20,000 estimate for a patio and you're 100% confident it's the right price. And when you're ready to automate this process and make it much more efficient for you and your team, then sign up up or implement a tool or whatever. You know, it's like there's no reason to not take advantage of the free resources that are right here in the spreadsheet and maybe deal with the pain of manual spreadsheets for a while if, if that's what you feel you need to do. I agree. So definitely check it out. We'll put the links in the show notes. It listed in the description too for YouTube. So like I said, those that were listening to this on the podcast, definitely go to the Millionaire Landscaper YouTube channel. Check that out. Watch the video. It takes you through step-by-step on how to use the spreadsheet. So it's an amazing tool. So like Weston said, you're just getting started. You don't have any money. Download the spreadsheet and get started. It'll blow your mind how yeah. easy it is. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Walston, well, this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate what you're doing here for the landscape industry. I think it's an amazing tool. I think everybody should definitely check it out. How can uh, people get hold of you? So basically, uh, just go to syncedup.com, and that's spelled with a K, S-Y-N-K-E-D-U-P, syncedup.com. And we kind of chose that name with a play on words of, you know, syncing up your team, synced up, you know. So if you go to syncedup.com, you can check out, you know, more information about the product itself. You can download that spreadsheet there. You can see reviews and testimonials of other people that are using it. You can schedule a demo right there. So all the information you need is there. And I also have some information regarding, I have some articles there about how to job costs and go into more in more in-depth in the detail than we did on the podcast to kind of go through all the different caveats and the things to consider. But 
if you go to stinkdump.com, you can reach us anyway there through there's the phone number, emails, chat, anything's there. So awesome. All right, Weston. Well, I appreciate you hopping on here today. And I, I guarantee I'll be talking to you more in the future about this and working with you more on this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And thanks a lot for having me on. You know, I can see uh, your desire to help people. And I, I feel that same common goal with just, you know, let's just enable people. Let's raise the industry. Let's make it easier for people to run a better business so that they can focus on, you know, like we said earlier, like they have their passion is out there building the beautiful products that they build, like the, the outdoor living spaces or the landscape or whatever. Let's put these other things to rest that are more difficult, like knowing your numbers, get a system to process for them so that you can go back to living the life the way that you wanted to live it with the peace of mind of knowing that things are in a good place back in the office. <laughs> Absolutely. Well said. <laughs> All right, Weston. Great talking to you and we'll see you later. Thank you very much, Scott. Thank you. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 